Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roworth, and each week I'm your host on the podcast. And in this podcast, we discuss the challenges around growing a consultancy practice. And typically that leans towards the process of client acquisition and the strategy that we prefer as the ideal strategy for acquiring clients consistently and predictably around authority positioning. In today's episode, I want to discuss the use of what I call an assessment model. And that I'll describe that as we go through the episode today. But the value of having an assessment model in your sales and marketing process is really to help your potential clients become motivated for change and to want to make the transformation from where they are to where they need to be or want to be to achieve their goals. Now, the use of an assessment model I found is probably one of the most effective ways to help your clients identify their level of maturity or their level of competence in the area that um, your services um, improve so that they can see the gap between where they are now and where they want to be in a really clear and effective way and a simple and um, uncomplicated way so that it's easy for them to, to see where they are, see where they could be and see where they need to be so that they have the motivation to make that change. Now, an assessment model is used in a lot of different formats and particularly in education is probably where they're used most. And um, in an education model, there's certain standards that um, the well, curriculum developers use to judge where their students are at any particular stage of their educational journey. So the concept of understanding the, the standards or levels that typical groups of participants uh, find themselves at at various stages is an important uh, element of the assessment model process. So it is a very effective and very commonly used tool in the education process, but can we see assessment models being used in business? And um, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> There's a number of commonly used assessment models, and if you're in the IT field at all, you're probably familiar with the ITIL um, maturity model, um, where the there are five stages of maturity of an organization in terms of their understanding of strategy and development of their IT, uh, IT tools, their IT systems in their organization. And that assessment model is used to help um, potential clients, but also organizations and often consultants to understand where their clients are situated and what needs to be done to transform them to best practice level. 
And in business, that's what we're really talking about in terms of an assessment model. We are we're really looking at what is best practice in any particular field. And in your particular field of expertise, you would have an understanding of what is best practice in your field. And you would also understand where clients typically fit in relation to that best practice. And ideally, what your services are about is helping clients who are not at best practice to achieve best practice. And that's typically why we're in business as consultants to help our clients to achieve best practice in that particular area. Now, what I've discovered, and I've had about three conversations this week talking to my clients about their clients and the level of understanding or even level of maturity of their knowledge of what is best practice in the industry. Um, The way that clients operate in, um, in their particular field is often based on their own skills and expertise or their background and experience, but not in relation to any educational learning about what best practice is in their area. So we have a lot of businesses that evolve from startup to uh, where they are uh, in in their their operational um, expertise. But for a lot of those businesses, they really just repeat the same operational activities year after year. There's no real level of innovation, no real level of improvement. It's all about getting the job done and doing that in a particular way that the managers of that business understand. But in relation to their competitors, they're probably unaware, unless they're part of an an industry organisation or a a trade group or a professional association where those practices are commonly talked about amongst each other, But for a lot of businesses, they're not involved in that level of understanding or education about how to do things better in their organisation and um, what is best practice in their industry. So when you can use an assessment model in your sales process and your marketing process as part of the educational tools that you utilise to help your clients understand where they could be or or ideally where the gaps are between how they operate and, and what best practice looks like, using an assessment model is a very efficient way to help your clients see where they're at in those levels. So when we take the ITIL maturity model, for example, each level describes a typical way that organizations operating at that level operate in their business. And um, it's easy for clients to identify, well, that that sounds like us. That's that's how we operate. And uh, there is a hierarchy of um, worst practice to best practice and perhaps four or five different levels in an assessment model. Other types of models are, are 
around business process, uh, maturity models. Um, there's a, a lot in the healthcare area around um, levels of uh, maturity in terms of patient care and, and uh, service delivery. So using an assessment model is a very effective way to help your clients move from a position of thinking they know it all, which is often the case when we're talking to potential clients who we know could use our services and get great value from our services. But if their level of um, ignorance, if I put it that way, is at a point where they don't know what they don't know, and that is often what we encounter when we're talking to clients and it's a real barrier to making a sale, a real barrier to being able to help that organisation improve their level of capability. So when we can use an assessment model in that process, it gives that potential client a real way of identifying how they operate and what best practice looks like, and they can then identify the gap between those two points. Now, another factor in terms of using an assessment model is from the consultant's perspective, it helps elevate you from a, a salesperson in that situation to an authority. It helps elevate you from operating like the servant and becoming the saviour. What tends to happen without that level of a assessment model, and this isn't the only way to achieve authority in the sales and marketing process, but it's a valuable tool in assisting that transition. When you can use an assessment model, it automatically puts you in a position of authority. Now, thinking back to the education process, who is it that uses the assessment model? It's the teachers, it's the authorities in the education area that are assessing their students. So the authorities know what's going on. The students are the ones who are finding out where they're placed on that model, which level their, their capability equates to. So when you use an assessment model in your sales process and you can show your clients where they're placed in the level of maturity or level of capability, it automatically positions you as an authority. You, your use of the assessment model, and particularly if it's one you've developed for your own purposes, where it's unique to what you're doing, that even elevates your authority further than using a, you know, a, a standard organisational uh, or industry-specific model like the ITIL maturity model, which is used by a lot of um, IT consultants. And there's nothing wrong with that because it does um, create the same value for a client in terms of understanding their level of maturity. But when you can develop your own model, 
describing your own levels of best practice and the typical levels that clients operate, the fact that it's your model establishes you even further as an authority. You don't have an attributed authority in terms of a situation like you're using an ITIL assessment maturity model. That's not yours, but you know it's good that you can use that. But when you can use your own model, it elevates you higher as a level of authority. You, you move from the position of being the teacher to being the professor. It's um, that level of authority attributed to the fact that it's your unique model. So how can you adopt an assessment model in your sales and marketing process? What you need to do is to help, or if there's not already a, a model that's a um, trade or profession-specified model, you could, well, if there is one, you could start with that and adapt it to your own purposes. But if you don't have one or you'd like to make something that's unique to you and a little bit different, then you need to really have an understanding of the market that you're dealing with and look at how you can group um, behaviours, group um, capabilities to group typical approaches to how people run their business or operate in the area of your expertise in a way that if you've been around for a while and have seen uh, various types of clients, really look at how they operate and what level of maturity you can identify with those. Now, often a maturity model has discrete levels. It's like a, a stepping you know, a set of stairs going up from one level to the other, mm -hmm. but really often it's not as discrete or definite in terms of the different levels, it's more of a a, a curve or a, uh, a a steady transition, where it may be an evolution through those various phases of maturity. Um, so, what you need to do is identify what those different levels can be, and use a, a model. You know, use examples of types of models that you might see, do some research and uh, Google assessment models or maturity models and see what others have come up with and how they uh, diagram those uh, because having the diagram of it is really an effective, simple way to display the situation um, very clearly. So look around and, and see what's available, what what other people have done in terms of developing their maturity models or assessment models and come up with one of your own. Look at how the different groups operate in your, in your profession, different groups of clients from a high level of maturity or best practice level through the various phases or typical ways people operate in their organizations and describe those, come up with the criteria or the the elements or factors that help identify your potential clients in one of those different levels. Because that's 
what helps them see themselves in the in the model. When you can describe their behavior, their operation, the way they do things at a particular level, and they can see that, then it's easy for them to self-assess. And I think this is the important part of this process, that it's not you making the assessment. And often in a sales situation, we're trying to understand our clients. We're doing consultative selling. We're asking probing questions. We're identifying gaps that we can see. But when it's us telling the client where those gaps are, they're probably resistant to that because they don't know what they don't know. They are seeing us as salespeople trying to sell our services. So from their perspective, what we're trying to do is get their money. From our perspective, what we're trying to do is help them identify where they need to change or what they need to change. So there's a a mismatch and a gap when we're coming across as salespeople and when we're telling them where the gaps are and what they need to do to improve. So when they can see it for themselves, using your assessment model where they can identify, yeah, that level two sounds like us. I really wish we could be level four or five because that I can see if we operated like that, we would be much better off. Now, that is really the way the assessment model works. And when your clients can assess for themselves where they are, where the gap is between where they are and when they want to be, they then have their own level of motivation for change. It doesn't have to be you suggesting that they need to change. It doesn't have to be you convincing them that they need to change. They will see their own need for change and have their own motivation for change so that then will push the sale forward. It will accelerate the sale cycle because they can see the longer we operate this way, the well, the longer it's going to take to, to do any better and to improve. So their level of urgency around change increases because of that assessment model. So I hope I've done a good enough job of helping you understand the value of having an assessment model in your sales and marketing process how to develop one, how to use it effectively so that you can be seen as the authority in your market and that your clients see you as the authority because you have your own assessment model. If I haven't done a great enough job of uh, helping you understand that, then please reach out to me and I'll help you um, talk through that process a bit more and help you understand how you can create your own assessment model for your sales and marketing process and establish you as the accepted authority in your field. So I'll leave it there for today. But if you want to reach out to me, then my website is businessflightpath.com. Just look in the show notes and uh, you'll see that listed there. Otherwise, reach out to me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Just do a search for Greg Roworth and you'll find me and send me a message. And I'd love to speak to you and help you come to a position where you're able to use an assessment model to speed up your sales and marketing and help you be seen as the accepted authority in your market. So that's it for today. 
I'm Greg Growworth. Catch you all next week.